and welcome to episode 28 of of Ripping the Rack podcast. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. What's up, everybody? What's what's happening? Good Tuesday morning. Yeah, happy Tuesday morning, Tim. Happy Tuesday morning. Did you do anything fun this weekend, like bowl? I I did. I bowled. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, I, you you bowled a lot this weekend. I, I only threw five strings this weekend, but they I, were with I, you and our were. wonderful teammate Aaron Merrill. Yes, yes. Aaron told so, us not to, Aaron told told me that we can't talk about her on the podcast because she didn't bowl well this weekend. So I am not going to talk about Aaron and how she struggled on on Sunday. But an outstanding teammate. Sure, but we won't say anything about her struggling. On well, the we shouldn't because you and I did our fair share of struggling as well. Oh, dude, I saw every but boy. Did we open up like a house of fire, though? Huh? Yeah, that was fun. That that was a nice. Uh, of course, what I take out about that is not that I had a one forty four string, but it was the fact that I finished spare with a nice one eight finish. Two Phil. Yeah, yeah, that kind of set the tone for the next three strings because I don't know if any of us got a break on any fills we had after that. I know I ripped the middle out a lot. <laughs> um, I I think I said I saw every split imaginable except for the back row and the seven, the seven nine ten because I did have well, the seven eight ten. You did, you did. My, I I think you saw fifty two splits out of fifty boxes. I'm pretty sure that would be about right. Yeah, that was that but, was a anyways, was a lot. Good bowling at Oakland Park. Jason ran a good tournament. Yeah. Oh, I've got nothing. To, I've got nothing bad to say about. You know. And I, I will compliment him. And I said this during the tournament. I enjoy the way it was set up. I like having one team to two sets of lanes. It goes by so fast. Oh, I mean, oh, we were yeah. still a normal time, but it didn't seem like you were waiting for people. It didn't seem like, you know, you. you it just seems like, it, and I've noticed that in our leagues too. Like on Wednesday and Thursday night, when I bowl, we're done quicker than we normally yeah. are. Well, I, I mean, mean, we so, weren't today, but well, no, we were. We were quicker. we were done a little bit today, a little earlier. I'm not tremendous, but I mean, it was. Uh, you know, I told Jason afterwards. Um, you know, we we had the conversation about the splits because it wasn't just you and I or, or Aaron. It was a lot of people had that same uh, mm. same issue. Uh, a lot of two and ones. A lot of, you know, just not carrying that extra pin. And, you know, even Jason had said he's kind of at a loss because he did the plates uh, and everything else. And, uh, I heard that. That was for you, Donald. And, you know, he had done the plates. He was uh, working on things when it comes to that. Um, but I think people need to hear this, too. A typical league night for Jason Kaler, because he bowls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every league that we have, he bowls it. Well, he works. So he owns but it. He, so. he, he owns the place, but he bowls in the league. He is the only person that works behind the counter for both the register and the bar. He's the mechanic. And he is everything else. The phone rings, he answers it. Do we have to wait a little bit longer for him to bowl? Oh, yes, we do. Yep. But it's worth it because Jason is a wonderful man, a great individual, and a hell of an alley owner. And he works his ass off. Yeah, make that place run. Yeah, he does. And he still no. averages one hundred and twenty something while he's doing it, which I don't know how he does it. Well, he, he and I had up. he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, he and I, he and I had that conversation today about, uh, 
you know, uh, specifically about the averages because we were, we got to talk and he was like, you know, he goes seven, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, he was like, you and I, and you're talking about me, uh, him and I, he goes, we will lead the averages in every league. We were 130 to 129, 129 yeah. to 128. Yeah. And he goes, and he goes now for the last two years, it's been, he goes, what'd you do? You led that, you led the house in average with 121. This year you're at 119 to 120, and I'm at a 120, 121. He's like, and across the board, everyone's down three to two to three, maybe four pins. Yep. And he's like, I, I, I'm not entirely sure what's causing it. And, um, you know, I, I think some of it's the fact that those pins are older. Uh, normally, those when you get pins, I Howard put those pins in, and this is back when Howard owned it. So that will tell you kind of how old they are to begin with. But I think those pins came in when I was either 15 or 16. So okay. they are 20 to 21 years old. Yeah, but they still they still should have some life left in them. And matter of fact, they should be falling better because they are older and their bottoms have worn out, have okay. worn down a little bit. I'll give you that. But what happens when you put in 20 to 25-year-old sidekicks and 60-year-old steel plates on it? Well, that's where he and I talked. It's, uh, you know, if COVID hadn't hit and if this was a normal year, then perhaps he would have some extra funds, you know, for this coming spring, summer, where he could do some work on the sidekicks. He could put some new rubber right. in. He could actually, you know, get some some side action because right now you're not getting a lot of action off the walls. Um, you're you're really not. Everything is up and over from what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and for everybody who looks on the internet and has seen the comments in the past, oh, you threw a one sixty at Oakland Park. Well, it's flat gutters and it's fast. Hmm. Go bowl. Go bowl there right now. You tell me if it's fast. You earn it. If you throw if you throw a one fifty or a one sixty in that house, you're earning it right now. And Matt um, Huff did that today. Yeah, Matt, Matt had a, a triple Matt had a one fifty. For 150. Yeah. But it's it's not even you get penalized if you're on the corner or if you're in the quarter pins. You're penalized if you're legitimately two spots too full on the head pin. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, you're not getting a whole lot of At breaks point, if you're yeah. if you're full no. right now. No, that's right okay. Now. I mean it's it is it, it, it's the same for better everyone. bowler, I think. Yeah. Do my scores suck? Yeah, they're not great. Is my ball better than it was? two to three years ago. That's for a multitude of reasons, but a lot of it is I've had to get better at Oakland Park to hit the head pit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that goes without saying that that you've got to stay or you've got to get better. Everybody's got to get better. I, I, I have to be better if I want to score better. Mm-hmm. I just have to be. Um, so I've got to do something different because I Which, have... Speaking of that, was really cool today. Did you see a couple of the guys we both Thursday night league with? They came in. They're like, "Oh, we just came into practice." Yeah, like they didn't know there was a tournament. They had just come into practice. Yeah, that's cool. that's refreshing to see. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, no, that was that was cool that they came in. Um, you know, I I I think that what we're seeing, like I've seen you, Jason, uh, Eric on Thursday nights. We're splitting a lot. We're doing a lot of things that we're scoring okay, but we're still leaving a lot of two and ones, two and twos. We're not carrying that extra pin. So we're trying to score. We're trying to save the string. That's yeah. what I feel like. I feel like sometimes we're in quicksand where you throw a two and one. All right, I got nine. 
And now you take the spread eagle, and then you chop the, and then you chop a quarter, and now you got three and two for a ten, and you're like, oh Jesus! Like you just always feel like you're trying to make up for the last box when you start splitting like that. Yeah, that's just how I feel. It's like quicksand. Once you start splitting, the harder you try not to split, the worse shit goes. Yeah. And can I can I go on record as, as I completely forgot what I was going to say? Okay. Shit. Oh, quicksand. Can I go on record as saying I really thought quicksand was going to be a hell of a lot more common. Based on all the cartoons I saw, Looney Tunes and DuckTales and stuff when I was a kid, I really thought quicksand would be a bigger part of my Man, life. Man, I did too. And, and I honestly of- thought Road Roadrunners would be more prevalent in America than, but they're not. No, and I, look, I'm glad. I'm glad that quicksand's not prevalent in my life. But uh, well, there's there's two types of quicksand in bowling, and I've always said this. There's the punching one, which I've talked about, and then there's the one you see at the worlds every so often. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen to everyone, but it tends to happen to younger teams more. You have a 35 pin lead going into the the let's call it the third or fourth turn, six seven, or mm-hmm. the five and six seventh and eighth box. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, ah, you know, I missed the nine drop, but we're up 30. And you're not really pushing. And yeah. all of a sudden, you're down 15 with three boxes to go. And you're like, what happened? Quicksand. Yeah. Quicksand. Yeah. Then they're done that. A lot of people have. Yeah. Don't like it. I mean, we weren't in quicksand in Fredericton that year. Lucky just took it. <laughs> they threw well, two I- doubles and. In eight boxes and just yeah no no I, and it was funny that came up on my memories yesterday the day before something like that uh, my Facebook yeah. memories and uh, the uh, the really cool thing and I didn't realize was that was what like a three pin match after one and it was only like a fifteen pin match after two or something like that like it was close I kept score the whole match because you know that's what I do. I had to count the whole match because you know that's what I do, and we had we had twenty one boxes left, and we were up twenty six pins with twenty two boxes to go. Okay, and then Pelletier threw a double, and then I think I can't remember who bowled the two hole for them that day. It was either Boudreau. Or Bovair, and they went spare, spare, and then Slinky came up and threw a double. So we were like, it was six marks in a row, and our our lead was gone. And at that point in time, our team was so young, other than you, other than Purdy, really, other than, you know, MD, where we're like, oh shit, we got to make all these pins up now. And we got it, we got it within what, 12? I think we lost total by 12. But I, I don't like, remember. I don't remember the final. I, I, I thought they won. I'm not gonna say going away, but I thought they pulled it. You know, forty, fifty pins. I thought. But I can't maybe, remember if it was not. that many. We threw a couple meaningless marks in the end, and I don't call any mark meaningless. But no, at but that it, point it was over. So yeah. we might have cut into it. But you're right. It got out of hand. Yeah. I think. I think you and. Purdy or you and Mark were bowling four or five. Mark was bowling fifth. But by the time we got to you in the four hole, I think it was a 32 pin match with four boxes to go. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I block out, I block out all my losses out of my memory. So I've, I've really have no memory about anything. 
I'll tell you what, though. When we were Big 20 and main event, fuck it. I hate you, Lucky Strike. I've made the playoffs in 15 years of bowling the Worlds. I've made the playoffs eight times, and seven of them I've been knocked out by Lucky. You shouldn't have that happen. <laughs> you should bowl better, Tim. You were on a lot of those teams. <laughs> wow. Wow. I should bowl better, huh? Okay. Well, I certainly couldn't. You guys weren't letting me sniff the lanes in those matches. I take that back. You put me in for four boxes in Halifax. I did. And people were like, you're doing what? And I came out, and I threw a nine drop, and I made it, and I threw another nine drop, and I made it. Right. And people looked at me, and I said, that's why. And Timmy's like, no, he's not staying in the next turn. No, he's only in for four boxes. So I do. we do have a couple of uh, questions that I want to make sure people understand. These are the questions that we're getting. So okay, they know yeah. these are important questions that we're getting. Important. So, uh, Leonid uh, Polishik. These are on what YouTube? YouTube. Leonid YouTube Polishik. Question. Yep. So at thirty-one second mark, said uh, awesome teens dot online. Uh, Anton Smirnov uh, commented at the fifty-second mark. Active dash dating twenty-four dot online, and uh, Ronald Walker, who pr- is probably the only American. Uh, maybe, maybe. At the 13 second mark, uh, said your dash girls spelled wrong. Uh, dash here dot online. Uh, well, so there's a for- couple things we can take from this, Tim. Number one, we are an international craze. We are. Yes, we are. We, People are, we are listening to ripping the rack all over the world. Well, I out there in Mother Russia. They are <laughs> actually though. I can see, I can see on the you know on the uh, stats. And oh, stuff. that's true. Yeah. Well, Canada. Yes, that's that's Germany worldwide. We we have Ger- some folks in Germany. We do. That's awesome. We do. We have they some must folks. be friends of the Materos. <laughs> we have some folks in Japan. Uh, we do have some folks in Australia. We have some folks uh, down in the uh, uh, the African continent. I don't know quite where because I didn't bother to really take a look. Uh, my guess is those that are listening uh, overseas are most likely either part of the Canadian forces or American forces that are stationed overseas from the Northeast that understand candlepin bowling. Thank you for your service. Happy Veterans Day. That happened this week. So to all our veterans ripping the rack would like to say thank you for your service on both countries, Canada, America, USA, wherever you may be. If you listen to the show and you're a veteran, we thank you for your service. And even if you're not a veteran and you know someone that's a veteran, we thank you for thanking them for their service. Yes. Yes. Thanks all around. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Everybody gets a thank. You get a thank you. But you no, get a thank really, guys, you. Those, those are the questions we get. So please yeah, send so some. Please, please. please. I, I ask. I am imploring you to send, send questions. Uh, Pro Series playoffs. Congratulations, Jeff Surrett, on winning the Pro Series playoff yesterday. Uh, he yeah, Jeff, congratulations. You haven't picked a bowling ball up in eight months. Way to yeah. go, bud. Yeah, uh, he texted me today. and You completely, uh, you completely fucked my pick of Chris over. I picked yeah. Bovair. It's his house. And you just came in, and you just shit in everyone's punch bowl like you always seem to do, Jeff. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, uh, He was not my pick to win. Um, well, you were your pick to win. I was my pick to win. Uh, and that did not happen. Um from what you said, you were lucky to get by Myrick. Uh, and not last week, you were giving me shit about not picking you. Well, no, you should have picked me. 
So I, uh, uh, how do we, uh, how do we word this? I bowled like shit against against Richie, um, and unfortunately, Richie is not a hundred percent, and I didn't know this. Um, right. So I took I took advantage of a of a disabled Richie Marek. Um, and well, yes, you I tried that once, and Chip beat you. Actively having heart failure. That's so you okay. tried it once, and it didn't work. So. Yeah, so I felt I'd try it again. Um, so. I came out against Richie. I bowled a, a huge, I mean, really probably one of the best strings I've had in a long time in the first string. I think it was a 115. Hey, congratulations on the new high Jesus. single bars. Uh, I hit the head pin exactly three times the entire string. That's it. That's how bad it was. And then in the second string, I hit the head pin twice. So it was a typical Thursday night. Oh, my God. I It was... <laughs> I, I, it didn't matter. I'm kidding, folks. He hits the head pin way more on Thursday. It doesn't get a lot more to show for it, but hits it. It was it, oh my god! It was just I just it didn't matter what I did. The ball was going by the head pin, or it wasn't getting through the head pin. Next so ball would go by the Baker head pin. Did have next... a full on chubby watching you suck and knowing you were coming to bowl him, or was Prob- he just like probably? <laughs> so second round, he saw I saw you throw I... him by the head pin. He just got a huge six to midnight on you. Yeah, he went six, he went six to midnight, and then we started. Then he and I started our second rounds because I had to bowl Baker, and I come out uh, nine pin drop, picket strike, nine pin drop. Uh, we won't say that I totally missed it, but I I did keep it on the lane, and I had the five pin, and I think I threw it over by the seven pin. It was great, good effort, uh, and then proceeded to go strike, strike, and. Uh, he comes off the line and goes, what the fuck are you doing? And then realizes he said it really loud. And I mean, he was laughing. It was like funny. Um, like, what the hell did to laugh at, at your, at your, at your despair, Tim. I mean, Holbrook laughs at you when you go double one, one, two, and then throw a strike. And then Baker laughs at you for missing a nine drop and throw it. Well, he, like... he wasn't laughing at me for missing the nine drop. He was just like, he was laughing at me because he just watched me bowl two strings where I could sniff the head pin and all of a sudden, I'm ripping the rack five straight times off the, you know, in the one three pocket or the one two pocket, and the pins are flying. He's like, "Where the hell was this five minutes ago?" Like, um, well, that's like me today. You must have been like, "What the hell is going on in the first string?" Because I come out and I rip, I rip the middle out. Surprise! And then I go nine pin drop, nine pin drop, nine pin drop, nine pin drop, and I make three of them. And you're like, "Who are you?" I got, <laughs> I got confused. Um, you look like you do on Thursdays when I make a two pinner, and you're just like. You didn't chop the front out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the back half appeared, and Tim came back to normal. Uh, proceeded to miss the head pin. Uh, I went miss the head pin, miss the head pin, and then punch, punch, punch for a smooth 40-something half. Uh, he had a three-pin lead. He went 142. I was 139. Good, and then 139 with a 42 back half? Was it 42? No, I had a 48 back half. 48, and you had a 130. 139. Wow. Yeah, I, went, so I had a were, 90. So you I had a 90, 90 plus in the front half. I had what a 90. What is it about you lately? No, explain this to me, because lately I've seen you throw 70 and 80 halves and wind up 120, 130. <laughs> Do you not like the back half anymore? <laughs> Do the 6, 7, 8, and 9th and 10th boxes just piss you off? <laughs> uh, I was, I don't know. I was gonna, I was gonna say something inappropriate, but then I realized that that's probably people wouldn't get my humor. Um, oh, okay. So I'm not gonna go there. 
uh no it just I, I got i got really full and i started you know two out of those three punches were spread eagles and the other one was a i don't know some type of three and two you know something stupid um mm-hmm. and then uh and then the and then the second string happened and neither one of us bowled anything in the front half i think i had like 48 and he had like 52 or 53 or something um, so it was an eight pin. It was, he had an eight pin lead. Get up in the six box, miss a head pin, pick up the spare. He he chunked something, and I'm like, okay, here we go. You know, it's a close match. Did I just, you guys bowl at the same time, or was it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't know, know so, if it's the and, and I can say this out loud now because we don't. Uh, well, I don't know if the association has changed or not yet, but. W- why don't we go back to like it was in the association where you bowl in the final, you bowl 10 uninterrupted let's, strings. Let's talk about that in just a sec. Okay. Yeah. But I'll, that's I'll, just what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'll finish this. So we, we yeah. did have, well, we bowl five boxes sat down and then the next two get up, bowl five boxes and sat down. Okay. And then we get up. They did that for the first two mat, the, the first two rounds. And then after that, it was, I, I get it with people and trying to be safe. I understand that this way. I do. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting on a spare down eight and I'm like, okay, I just, I don't need a hammer. I just need a good fill, just a good fill. I proceeded to blow the guts out, leave myself the spread Eagle. He proceeds to absolutely rip a piss missile at me, which you knew was coming. It's, it's, yeah. it's Baker. You, you know, he's going to throw a hammer. If it's uh, in the 10th and you punch the Eagle, it's almost offensive if he doesn't throw a hammer at you. Pretty much. And, uh, <laughs> You know, so he he rips a hammer, and I'm like, okay, well, that was not fun. Um, I I don't know what I ended up with, nine or ten or something. So I'm like, okay, well, he's on a strike. I I gotta throw a mark to get back at him. Rip the spread eagle again. Tim's now cheering for joy. Did, did you watch? Did you watch Brian Amansky's back to back to back AAU punch special video before this? Yeah, pretty much. Sorry for those that don't get the get that reference. I'll explain it later, but. Uh, <laughs> It ended up um, coming down to like the the last box, and I basically looked and I said, "Okay, if Baker gets a one box and I throw a triple, I can win." win. Nice. So so I looked at Baker and I said, "Hey, look, if you throw a one box, I'll throw the first. I'll throw first, and I'm going to throw a strike, and then I want you to just rip the seven pin, just to give me a little bit of little bit of hope." But see, he, that, see, in, in order for that to work, you would have to push your button after you hit the seven, and then you would have to go again. No, it does. It's automatic okay. resets. Okay. So he just kind of looked at me and gave me that the Baker, what the fuck are you talking about type look. Okay, well, it's just Tim being an idiot. And uh, <laughs> I, ripped a, I, ri- I ripped an eight-pin drop, which was great. And he, he got more than one, and I said, well, this sucks. <laughs> so no it was yeah. it was okay it was good I, I i mean i went to i don't know what i pulled it wasn't much 240 um can't win with but you teams. made the playoffs Tim. playoffs you made but, the playoffs i did uh, I, I think with stuff like that and and we can get into this now a little bit maybe um i just i'm spoiled from when i was a kid and I watched the main state finals and after the first, I don't even know if it was after the first round, it might've been the first round, but you bowled 
10 strings against somebody and it was five boxes switch lanes five boxes switch lanes switch lanes start a string five boxes switch like it oh, was yeah. just go 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 yeah. go 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 that's and how, I, that's how I always used to be yeah and now i see these guys it's like all right well you guys and then this other match too i don't know why and a part of me is like well that might be better for quality wise you might get bigger strength guys are more rested i don't know russ nearly went 1485 bowling in the elimination that way Bowling five it, boxes, it switch five boxes, great, switch five boxes. Though, if you get in a rhythm and you can just keep going, oh, it's fantastic! It's fantastic. It's tiring. It's yeah. it's really tiring to throw. But is 10 it though when you're throw. in that type of rhythm? Yes, it if is. You're bowling fourteen eighty five. Is it tiring? Or are you just um, on autopilot and hitting anything that moves? No, it's it's still tiring because it's, look, I mean, it's, I, my my biggest ten is like twelve, twelve fifty, twelve sixty, and I'll tell you what. I wasn't as tired after as I thought. And I know it's not a great score. I mean, it's good. It is. But it's not super up there. But I I just felt like there was three strings there where I didn't have to think at all. I just picked the ball up, stood where I was supposed to stand, and I hit anything that moved. Um, no, I mean, I look, I, 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 I used to get tired. It didn't matter how good I bowled or how bad I bowled. Ten strings is ten strings. And if you're bowling it all together, it's tiring. Right. Um, I've never bowled all of it together like that. So Yeah, it's, it sucks. Um, but that's the way the eliminations used to be. I don't know if I could do it now. I mean, I really don't. I don't know if I'm in the shape well, where I can do it could, now. Tim, I mean, you're almost 50. You got two bad knees and you got a bad back. So what are you saying? And I, and, No, I say that lovingly. Like, no, of course you couldn't. Could I do it right now? No, I'm 35. I've had a knee surgery, and my back is shot from carrying around a much larger front than it is now for so long. But I don't know if I could do it now, and I'm 35. Like, it's tough. No, it it is. It's it, it ain't easy. Um, no. But they did let yesterday in the Pro Series playoffs after the second round when it was the when it was the Elite Eight. Uh, there were two string matches where they bowled two strings. They didn't sit down. Yeah. Um, so congratulations, Jeff Surrett. He beat Jason yes. Simino in the finals. Congratulations, uh, Simino, too, by the way. Yeah, that, he had a good he had a good run. Um, man, he he beat, throws such a good little sneaky smooth ball. Yeah. It's not fast, but it's accurate and it mixes. Yeah, he beat uh, Freshy in the round of four in the in the final four. Simino bowled Freshy, and I think uh, Surrett beat. Bovera, I think. Um, well, he almost made it to the finals for me. Yeah, I think that's who. I think that's who that was. Uh, I left at he the. Had to, he had to run into the franchise. Yeah, the legend. Um, but it's all good. It was fun. It's you know they do a good job with it, and now we won't bowl, you know, until I don't know next September for the Pro Series. Probably I'm guessing with all the, I mean, mass now is on mains list where you have to quarantine for two weeks. If you go. Yeah. Because we don't understand how to be a thoughtful fucking state anymore in Maine. Oh, by the way, to anybody who went to that stupid, and I'll say this all, I don't care. Stupid fucking anti-mask rally at Hannaford and Sanford. Go fuck yourselves there. Dude. Rant over. I'm so glad that you're not holding things back. I'm sick of it, Tim. I know. Look, we're all sick of it. We're, we're, you know, 
I'm tired of not seeing my family. I'm tired of not seeing my friends. I'm tired of I've not. Seen, I've seen my uncle once in a year, and he's in Portland medically, and I can't go see him. Right. Because he's in long-term care. So yeah. once in a year, I'm sick of this. Yeah. This is a guy who lived with our family. Like He is family, but we, we were a poor family. We had five of us in one house. Yeah. And I am used to seeing him almost every single day, and I haven't seen him but once in a year. It yeah. sucks. I'm done yeah. with it. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, and, and you heard some, you know, over the past several weeks, you've heard people be like, well, I'm tired of it, so I'm not wearing my mask anymore. No one's going to tell me that I need to wear a mask. And I was like, did, did, do you wear a seatbelt? Well, yeah. Why? Well, because that's the law. Wearing a mask isn't the law, but it's just out of respect for you and me. It's out of respect. Do you wear for... Do you wear shirts and shoes and pants into a store? Yep. No shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. It sucks that we're getting there, but this is. And and I saw an interesting article about this, and this this can be applied to everything in life. I feel, and I'll leave it at this. You take a look at a shopping center, and you take a look at the cart corral. There are people that can't be bothered to lug their cart to parking spaces to put it in the corral. Why do you think they're going to wear a mask to help save you? Mm -hmm. Until we can start caring about the cart corral, this is going to be ongoing. Yep. So, we do have a special segment right here. We do. We got we, we to gotta get through this. We're getting... Yep. That went long. Yep. Yep. We got, we got about 15 more minutes. So, let's, let's do the this Canadian... For you, Hoagie. This, Let's go, this, is the, this is the Canadian uh, R10, not top 10, but R10 draft style world's yep. team that, we, that, that you would put together and I'm going to put together mm -hmm. uh, of our friends from the north. So, our friends from the Great White North. So you got your you got your list that I kind of sent over to you with some... I, I do have some, and Tim sent me a list because... Up until 2005, I never bowled in Canada. So I don't know a lot of the older Canadian guys. So if I had to make a team on my own, it would be all guys from like 2005 and forward. Which is okay. Which wouldn't be a bad team. No, right. it, and that's perfectly fine. So but I feel like I'm missing out on a piece of history if yeah. I don't know the rest of it. So I do believe we probably both have the same 1 or 1A pick. So What, Calvin Locke? Why do you always take Calvin first? We all know Corey's better. <laughs> I'm giving you shit, Calvin. Hey, hey, although, Angela. Although, although Corey was number one, was higher on my list, but hey, hey Angela, have suck. Angela, congratulations on your engagement. Oh, that's right. Congratulations. Very much congratulations. And I mean, great suck. And gr granted, you guys been together ten years, so it's almost like you were already married anyway. But still, congratulations. I'm happy congratulations. for both of you guys. Uh, have suck. Yes. Montreal Canadiens suck donkey balls. Okay, let's get to the draft. Okay. I am going to do the great coin flip because yes. we don't have a coin. So yep. we're flipping a bottle cap because, yep. well, you know, it's Brian. So, so the, um, this is the heads. Yep. Yep. This is tails. Yep. Timmy, call it in the air. Ready? Yep. Heads. Well, you saw it land. It is heads, so you get the number one pick. I am the greatest alive. 
Um, O'Doyle, O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle yeah. rules. So this is kind of tough because I wasn't expecting the first pick. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Robbie Henderson. That was hard. With my number one pick, I am taking Nate LeBlanc. Ooh. Uh, earlier than I thought he would go. Why? And, well, because I'll... Because I'll... T- machine. I didn't say he wasn't. Hold on. I wrote over what I had. The second pick of the draft. Tomatero selects. Third pick, but that's okay. Nope, second pick, second round. I had the second pick. Second round. With the right, first pick in the, with the first pick in the second round of the great Canadian draft. Timotero selects. Oh my god, this is tough because there's a couple of different people here. Tony LeBlanc. Thanks for taking my pick, Tim. Appreciate that, bud. You're welcome, buddy. All right, Brian is on the clock with the second pick in the second round. Brian Athern selects. Chris Hollett. You son of a rotten. I'm not letting you have all of McLaughlin. Damn it. I was I was almost going to take Chris. I'm taking, listen, I'm taking Chris Daughtry. I, I mean Chris Hollett. <laughs> Doesn't he look like Daughtry? Think about it the next time you see him, you look. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Uh, with the first pick of the third round, Timotero selects Kansas Snow. With the second pick in the third round, I select... Oh, this is tough. <laughs> Sometime today, Junior. It's tough, man. This is hold on. This is tough. <sighs> Corey Smith. Go. Oh. My God, you went early with Corey. You got to get the good ones early, son. Oh, okay. With the first pick of the fourth round, Tim Matero selects Hal Peterson. I'm going to sound really bad about this, but I'm sure Hal's a great pick, but I've never seen him bowl, so... I couldn't tell you. I've heard the name numerous times, but I'm just, I'm super young. And that's just, that's how I'm going to build my team, probably. Um, I'll take Calvin. Man, you are so going to get smoked. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Of course, I was going to choose Calvin next, but I won't now. (laughs) Uh, With... The fifth pick, or the first pick of the fifth round. I am going to take Chris McGrady. 
Thanks, dude. Thanks. I had Santa McGrady pick next. Guess Christmas came early, and so did Tim. Uh-huh. Shocker. Um, oh, oh, uh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will take the man who everybody looks to when they have a piece of Deadwood to play, Brian Bernaches. I, I saw that one coming. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, why'd you see that coming? When I said everyone looks to him to see how to play the Deadwood? Yeah. Dude's not wrong. 90% of the time, he's not wrong. 90% of the time, he's right all the time. Uh, With the first pick of the, what round are we in? Sixth round. Mm-hmm. Don Gothier. I'm going more old school. You're going more young school. I am. I Except am. you exactly. did add you did add the 842 year old Brian Bernatchez to your team. Listen, somebody's got to tell the young guys how to play shots. That right? is true. Look how Kingswood true. did. He was with Kingswood that first year. I know. Hmm. Everybody should have some intimidation on their team. So I am going to take the Blue Canoe, Scott Estabrooks. The Blue Canoe? <laughs> you never heard that thing with him? Uh, so no. he used to have Blue Dexters. And they're size 14, I believe. And he says, if you don't make this shot, I'm going to put the Blue Canoe up your ass. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Okay. Calvin, so what are we on? Put uh, mine together, Tim. Not only seven. based on not only based on bowling ability, but I think this would be a good, like, cohesive unit. Because I mean, it's hard to make a non-cohesive unit because Canadians are so fucking nice, eh? Hey. But <laughs> I think I think this would be good. They either won't talk to each other, or they'll be all be friends. <laughs> With the first pick of the seventh round, I'm going to be living La Vida Loca. I'm taking Ricky Martin. Living La Vida Loca. Loca. Living you know what I like about Ricky Loca. Martin? What? He starts on the first board on the right side, and his slide on the, ends on the, on the first board on the left side. Oh, yeah. He just goes to the complete diagonal. Yeah. I love it. All right, let's see here. I have the next pick in the seventh round. And by the way, as you're thinking, I will say this for all seven fans that are listening. Yes, we know we are going to miss some Canadians in this. Oh, so much. So So much. You know, we we know we're going to get the, oh, my God, how did you miss so-and-so? Oh, I can't believe you missed so-and-so. Well, you know what? Sorry, we're dirty Americans. Well, here's the thing. I missed this guy on my list, and I was reminded of it. I'm not missing him on this list. Matty Bum. Matt Harnett. That's my pick. That's who you're taking? Yep. I'm building youth, and I'm building – I mean, look at the amount of world titles I have on my team. And look at the amount of world titles I have on my team. We'll have to add them up at the end. 
Well, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet either. I might take a few more that have six or seven titles. I might take a few more that have a lot of titles. With the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're on eight. With a perfect eight. I am going with one of the best leadoff bowlers in the history of leadoff bowlers. The winner of, I think, six titles. I think maybe seven. Sean O'Flaherty. Good call. Good pick. He very well may be the best leadoff bowler in the world. Hmm. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, I forgot him. Ooh, okay. I, I think I know who I'm taking next because I know you're not taking him. Well, probably not, Tim, if I'm trying to remember back when you're thinking. Um, ha. Ha. How do I want to do this? Do I want to go youth? Do I want to go age? Do I want to go... I mean, the majority of my team is kind of Kingswood right now. <laughs> well, bet. And I'm looking and I'm going, God, there's like three more people I could take, but they're all on Kingswood. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing. Isn't a bad thing. I have my last two picks already in my head. So. I think I know who your 10th pick is. Oh, probably. You you do. I bet. Um, you know what? I'm going to keep my team as... Um, intimidating as possible okay. while adding some age to it. Okay. And I am going to go... Now, I didn't see him bowling his prime, but I've heard really cool things. And I got him taking him, too, because he's a cool dude. I'm taking the boogeyman. Dennis Best. The boogeyman. He's coming to get you. All right. But, I mean, no, Boogie back in the day could go, from what I hear. Oh, oh no, he was a good bowler. Yeah. Very good bowler. Snozzy's told me stories. I didn't understand a lot of them, because you don't <laughs> understand a lot of Snozzy when it gets to be the third match of the world. But he's told me he's really good. And I believe Snoz. And Snoz we trust. <sighs> so, I've got the ninth pick, or the first round which, of the Which, ninth. by the way, I'm looking at this list you sent over, and there's no Snozzy on that list. Because I forgot him. Sorry, Snaz. I don't know if he listens. I don't know if he understands what podcasts are. Oh, I need some youth on this team, don't I? Because everyone I have is 832 years old, except for Sean. <laughs> go there. I could, ooh, I could go there. I am going to go Matt McPhee. Good pick. Now I'm at 9 and 10. There's two ways I can go with these picks. You know one way I'm going to go. And I think it's the right way to go, honestly. If we're talking about the best, most titles and all of that, I have a couple ways I can go with this. I'm going to preface this. This is a men's world. 
Oh, well, fuck, then. I can't take two people, then. All right, uh, let's see. Moving and on. I only say that because I was going to no, take one of them. Tosh and Jill were my last two picks. I was going to take one with the 10th pick. I was going to take one with the 10th pick because I knew you were going to take them both. Why, honestly, sidebar, why would we? Because this is a men's tournament. I get that. But you're not telling me those two couldn't go all week? It's a men's tournament. Okay, I see you avoided the question. Thank you. I am going to take for my ninth pick. I think you made a mistake on this list, by the way, unless there's two people with that name, but uh, I did. Yeah. Did you take Kenny Hopper yet? I have not. I'm taking Kenny. On that first Worlds team that won it. So this is tough for me right here because we're on our last pick. We are. And, And there are some really, really good bowlers that are going to be left off. Yes, there are. I'm taking Jill Wood. You said I couldn't. Oh, and you listen to me? You're an asshole. No, I'm not taking... Okay, no women. Sorry, Jill and Tasha. Just so you guys know, I would have picked you 9 and 10. Okay, this is tough right here. By the way, you have Dick Duncan on this list, and Dick Duncan's from Massachusetts. Oh, I didn't mean to put Dick on. Wait. He won the knockout in 05, and he was bowling with a mass team because we bowled them the first match in the morning. Really? I thought Dick was from Canada. I thought he was from Mass. Well, there's one way to find out. Hold on one second. Because I know he won the knockout in 05 in Halifax. There are people screaming at their radio right now that I'm wrong or right. Or their phone or... Or something. Or Spotify or YouTube, Anchor, (laughs) Breaker, uh, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast, Ripping the Rack podcast. One second, I'm going to have that info for you. Who's your pick? Enhance. 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 Uh, Hold on. And we've got okay. Take Dick Duncan off there. I thought I thought he was the old Canadian. That's fine. Okay. Um, let's see. You know, this is tough. Tenth that that the last pick. Um, I am going to go with. Oh my god, I'm going to leave so many people off this. 
Jerry Dunn. You fucking dick. I, I, I struggle with that one only because there are so many bowlers that I've left off. But that's okay because I like my team here. Same here. I'm struggling at this point now, too. Why not? We'll put some more youth on the team. My last pick, Cody Bork. Oh! Cody Borke. Cody Borke. Morning, Cody. Morning, guys. Uh, Go fuck yourself, Cody. God, that was so huh? funny. <laughs> wow. So so Brian has uh, Nate LeBlanc, Chris Hollett, Corey Smith, Calvin Locke, Brian Bernatcha, Scott Estabrook, Maddie Bum, The Boogeyman, Kenny Hopper, Cody Bork. Tim has Robbie Henderson, Tony LeBlanc, Kansas Snow, Hal Peterson, Chris McGrady, Don Gothier, Ricky Martin, Sean O'Flaherty, Matt McPhee, Jerry Dunn. Hell of a match. Who are you putting up? Who's your first bowler? We'll do that real first, quick. Oh, first bowler? Um, Corey Smith. I'm going Sean O'Flaherty. Leading off. Two hole? Calvin. Uh, I got uh, two hole. Kansas Snow. Three hole for me is going to be Matty Bum. I got Hal Peterson. Four hole is Chris Hollett. I got Tony LeBlanc. Five hole is Nate LeBlanc. I got Robbie Henderson. What a match that would be, huh? That'd be fun. Be a good match. Yep. Well, folks, we appreciate uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, send your complaints to Brian directly. Uh, Damn right, you sure can. Candlepin <laughs> Kid on uh, Twitter, Candlepin Kid on Snapchat, Brian on Facebook. Wait, aren't you Candlepin Kid seven? No, seventy-seven on Snapchat, maybe. Something, something I don't know I don't my know. Snapchat name. Hold on, I'll look it up. You tell your stuff. TJM five zero two on Snapchat. TJM five zero two on Twitter. Ripping the Rack Podcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at ripping the rack podcast you can find us on youtube at ripping the rack podcast you can find us on anchor breaker google podcast iheart itunes ripping the rack podcast you can find us on youtube did i say youtube i'll say it again ripping the rack podcast folks reach out to us uh thank you for listening have a great week uh and don't forget friday morning we will have the Friday edition of Ripping the Rack podcast where we will discuss everything that we want to discuss other than candlepin bowling. Correct. Be safe, be kind, wear your damn mask, have a good week. Have a good week, all.